are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the role of fighting and other sports, too. And we also pay tribute to legendary athletes, how they got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So, hey, everyone. Uh, today has been very interesting so far because... <laughs> So many things have been happening. First of all, I'm kind of sick, so please do excuse my weird voice right now. It's just really nasally, and I don't know how you guys are tolerating it right now, but we have a lot of great things to talk about today on the show, so I was like, hey, why not? I, I always love to come on the show, and this is, this is definitely not the first time that I'm sick and that I'm also on the show, so I... Do apologize in advance if I do sound a bit weird today. My voice sounds a bit weird, but yeah, man, it is what it is, unfortunately. Also, today I got locked out of the studio. So, yeah, I had to call someone from home to get my um, access key to the studio. So, it's been a pretty hectic morning, but here we are. Who cares? Here we are. With a brand new episode, uh, so many great things are happening in the world of sports right now, especially as Canadians. Now I can officially say that we are the NBA champions. And I know by the time you'll be listening to this, it'll be about a week after the Raptors won the NBA Finals. And man, I remember last week when I was ranting about how the Raptors need to improve their game ever since, what was it, Game 5 on the previous Monday and how, like, the sort of things they need to improve so that they win game six. But I think I told you guys that I had a feeling deep down that I that the Raptors were going to win that night, and they indeed won not... Did I say the fight? Man, I'm tripping. But anyway, the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were definitely going to win game six. I told you guys about that. And not only that, they won the whole NBA Finals. They beat the Golden State Warriors, and it felt so good. Well, obviously, it wasn't great because the Golden State Warriors had so many of their players out due to injury. So I think in Game 5, Kevin Durant, he was injured, so he was out. And then right away, he he underwent surgery. So I don't think he'll be playing anytime soon in the league. And then not only that, in Game 6, Klay Thompson, he also got injured. What was it? Oh, yes, his ACL got ruptured horribly, and it looked really, really bad on camera if you looked at it in slow motion. So that's also what happened to, unfortunately, Klay Thompson in Game 6. And then from there on, the Toronto Raptors just killed it. And it was phenomenal to watch and almost so surreal to watch. So obviously, as Canadians, we were all so proud of the Toronto Raptors. We couldn't believe that they actually won, but it felt so good. I told you guys, there had never been a time at least in my lifetime, that I felt so proud and so um, emotional about a certain team. And yeah, the Toronto Raptors did it for me. And this whole NBA Finals this year, this 2019 NBA Finals between the Raptors and the Golden State Warriors, 
obviously because of the fact that the Raptors were playing this year, but it changed my whole perspective on the game of basketball. So uh, you never know. You might hear more often about basketball here on TKO. Although, yes, when we first started out TKO, we were most exclusively um, just dedicated to combat sports, specifically MMA and boxing. But right now, listen, man, there's no, there's nothing wrong with being a fan of other sports, like different sports, as long as you appreciate how they're being played and the level of technicality that goes on in those sports. It's totally fine. And again, this is not the first time that we've talked about any sport other than boxing and MMA because I remember we also talked like when a Super Bowl time we obviously talk about football a little bit and whatnot but this time around like I said it, this whole NBA finals this year just changed my whole perspective on basketball and um, anyway so let's talk about the Raptors because I'm just really excited even to this day I know the Toronto Raptors so they celebrated obviously super well when they won on um, Thursday last Thursday and then they obviously had their parade in Toronto on Monday, which was crazy. And I know so many people that went to it because it was packed. I had never seen a homecoming parade that big in my life. And that just shows the amount of love that the that the fans here in Toronto and not just Toronto, but in, in the entire country of Canada, the, the amount of love that we have for the Toronto Raptors, because not only do they represent Toronto, obviously, but they obviously represent Canada. So we're all so proud of them and we love them so, so much. So I'm sure you can you could tell that from the number of people that were gathered at the parade on Monday. And it was crazy. I really wish I could go, but I have work, unfortunately. But some of my friends went and they told me that it was a once in a lifetime opportunity and that it was phenomenal and they were also starstruck which I mean yeah I bet because they got to meet Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry and all of our heroes at the Toronto Raptors so yeah everybody was there I'm sure you guys already watched it um our prime minister Mr. Justin Trudeau was there our uh, premier Doc Ford was there and the Toronto mayor uh, was also there, John Tory. Everybody was there. Obviously, Drake was there. And it was great. I'm sure everybody had a great time. And it was just phenomenal to watch. So shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Now, I'm sure you guys are aware, as the Raptors fans, that Kawhi Leonard, uh, obviously, he was here just for a season because he was traded alongside his teammate, Danny Green, who is also another phenomenal and talented um, uh, basketball player in the Raptors. So Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, they were both traded from San, Anto San Antonio Spurs um, to the Toronto Raptors. And then we all know that DeMar DeRozan, he in turn was traded over to the Spurs. So the question is, is Kawhi Leonard and obviously Danny Green, um, are they both going to stay in the Toronto Raptors for at least another year? Because if that is the case, then we are the luckiest team in the whole world because Listen, we all saw what happened, especially in that semifinals uh, when when the buzzer went off and Kawhi Leonard shot that famous shot that we weren't really sure was going to go in the hoop. And then he sat down and then after like bouncing around, the ball just went in the in the in the hoop after the buzzer. And it was the most iconic moment, at least for this year's um, NBA final. 
So, yeah, obviously, um, that's what Kawhi Leonard did. One of the most iconic things that Kawhi Leonard did, but that wasn't the only thing that Kawhi Leonard did that made us um, obviously win this NBA final. So, yes, Kawhi Leonard, we all know, is a very valuable player. Um, but the question is, like I said, is he going to be staying with the Toronto Raptors for another year? And the rumors are that, you know, he still does fancy the thought of staying in Toronto for another season, potentially. But there's also rumors floating around about him going because Kawhi Leonard, originally, he's from California. And rumors are that he might, in fact, go to the L.A. Lakers or the Clippers. But the chance of him going to the Clippers is actually higher than going to the Lakers. And I personally don't really understand that because, listen, yes, when you were with the San Antonio Spurs, when Kawhi Leonard was with the San Antonio Spurs, he he had a great play. He actually made them win the NBA Finals at the time, which was great. But did we all know Kawhi Leonard the way that we know him right now? Well, not necessarily. And it wasn't until after he was traded to the Toronto Raptors that we all saw how great of a player he truly is and now everybody knows him so much better and everybody has this a different um, appreciation of him in, a, in other way and um, obviously because of that he was named the MVP of the game which was very very he was very very deser- deserving of it and yes so I really hope that he does stay with the Toronto Raptors because he helped the team and the team also helped him to get to the place that he is right now. And I really hope that he makes the right decision, not just for himself, but also for um, for the team. I know he he's only been with the Toronto Raptors for just one season, but is has the transformation been enough so that he is loyal to the Toronto Raptors and he does indeed stay with Toronto Raptors for another season. I really, really hope so. But again, if he even even if he does make the decision to go over to LA to play for either the Lakers or the Clippers, well, you know, it, it is what it is. Again, there's nothing we can do about it, but I just really hope that he stays with the Toronto Raptors as we all do here in Canada. So, yeah, man, that's what's going on uh, with basketball right now. And like I said, I really think that we're going to be talking about basketball more often here on the show, especially with the whole Raptors uh, win. And it's been great. I've been uh, really following, closely following what's been happening in the world of basketball and all the trades that, that have been happening between different teams right now in the NBA. And you know what? If if it gets a bit too excessive, you never really know. We might actually start a brand new podcast just specifically talking about the NBA and basketball. We'll just see how it goes from there, okay? So I'm just going to keep it there. Enough basketball for today. And now, finally, let's get right into our combat sports. So, okay. This past weekend, we also what happened in the world of boxing. So, yes, we had Tyson Fury. Okay. We had Tyson Fury fighting off against the German, Tom Schwartz. And we were all saying that, man, yes, Tyson Fury is this great, great heavyweight boxer. There's a reason why he's the lineal uh, heavyweight champion of the world. 
right? But at the same time, everybody was thinking how Tom Schwartz was going to come out and prove everybody wrong and beat up Tyson Fury because why else would they match up Tyson Fury against Tom Schwartz? Obviously, he was going to be a prospect in the heavyweight division and that he was going to do something at least to um, Tyson Fury. See, that's what all we thought. Uh, but unfortunately, what happened on fight night was that Tyson Fury came in and Tom Schwartz came in. But it went in a very one-sided um direction in the fact that Tyson Fury from the very first second of the very first round he was beating up Tom Schwartz and like I said it was a very one-sided fight it wasn't even close it was not close at all and I, I just didn't understand why Tom Schwartz was fighting the way he was um, at the time against Ty Tyson Fury because when you see someone like Tyson Fury throw a great volume of shots towards you, right? You you just don't go into defensive mode just yet. You try to, first of all, try to stay outside of that person's range so that their, their shots wouldn't get absorbed by you, right? That's the first thing that you do. And then from there, you try to think about how you can do some counter shots so that it can still win some points for yourself, even though the other person is being the aggressive one in this particular round. So that's the next thing that you do. And if things really do go south, then you really need to pick pick up the pace and start being aggressive towards your opponent, okay? Because you really need to win points. If not, just go for a finish right away, okay? If you really see that you can't really do anything about uh, what you have in front of you in a certain fight and that your opponent is honestly just winning every single point and winning most of the rounds, then you need to pick up the pace to get yourself together and just charge towards your opponent to, to be more aggressive and try to potentially finish your opponent if not just get more points in the fight okay that's what you do and then if nothing goes your way and you really think that you're losing the fight then you go into defensive mode to merely just protect yourself and protect your head from absorbing any more shots from your opponent that's the last thing that you would do in a fight especially in a, in a, in a fight at this magnitude this is a heavyweight championship fight in boxing okay but unfortunately, what Tom Schwartz did, he was uh, working in, in reverse because the first thing that he did when Tyson Fury was charging towards him, the first thing that he did was that he went into defensive mode. No shots thrown at all. He was just, I mean, obviously, it's good to have your guard up. But when you have your guard up and you're not really doing anything, you're not throwing any counter punches or anything at all, man, that is not good. And that is indeed what Tom Schwartz did. And of course, it cost him a lot because he lost the fight. Yeah, but I really wish that he he thought of this fight in some other way. At least he could have changed his strategy a little bit because I'm sure he has it in him. Even if you go back and watch some of his fight highlights for Sh for Tom Schwartz, you will see that, listen, he's a, he's a really good fighter. And he could have done it differently on fight night. I just don't understand why he went the, the, the route that he did on fight night. But anyhow, Tyson Fury won that fight. Um, he won it in a very dominating, dominating manner, right? 
And the question is, what is next for Tyson Fury? And what Tyson Fury has said himself is that he wants a rematch with Deontay Wilder. And that, as a matter of fact, this fight is almost official because both parties have, I believe, signed their contracts for the fight. And it's just a matter of when the fight is going to be held um, and um, at what platform it's going to be held on. So usually Tyson, not excuse me, not Tyson Fury, but Deontay Wilder, he usually fights on Showtime. That's the network that he usually fights for. But then Tyson Fury, because he just signed with Top Rank Boxing, and Top Rank Boxing, they have their boxing fights on ESPN. So there might be a conflict of interest, although as the fans, we just want to see the fights. We don't really care about the business aspect of it or what platform is it, it's going to be hosted on and all that stuff. But, you know, the, these type of stuff is really important for the promotions themselves and the fighters too because that's where they're essentially getting their money from but we as the fans we just want to see the fights uh even if it's just mm, randomly hosted over the internet that's totally fine because we just want to see the fight like i said before but all in all if this fight does happen it's going to be one of the biggest fights in in um, heavyweight boxing right now especially after what we saw with anthony joshua and, and um, andy ruiz jr we all sort of, not trying to be pessimistic here, but we all sort of just lost hope in Anthony Joshua. And that does not take away anything from from how great of an athlete Anthony Joshua is. I'm just saying we're all anticipating that great super fight between Anthony Joshua and potentially Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury. But now that Anthony Joshua lost that fight against Andy Ruiz Jr. and isn't the champion anymore, well, is it going to be still fun to watch all of those fights between Anthony Joshua and, and whoever the, the future champion is going to be? It could be, but it just won't feel the same because we've seen Anthony Joshua break down. We've seen his weaknesses and we we've seen him being knocked down many times and uh, we've seen him lose fights and i hate to say this but unfortunately it, it just won't feel the same but this fight between tyson fury and deontay walter is going to be very different because we've already seen the first fight between these two guys between tyson fury and deontay walter and the thing that makes it so much more interesting and exciting is that that first fight went to a draw so in reality, we don't really know who won that fight. Although if you go back and watch that fight over and over, you might sort of argue in one way or another who won that fight. But I'm not going to get into that right now because that's that's a very controversial topic. And um, if I want to talk about that, I will dedicate a whole episode to it. OK, so I'm not going to open that up right now. But just know that the first fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder went to a draw. So it'll be really interesting to see how things will go down in this rematch between these two guys. Is Tyson Fury going to come on top and win against Deontay Wilder? Is he really going to improve that much in this um, certain amount of time that he has until the rematch happens? Or is Deontay Wilder just going to come out on fight night, just guns blazing, trying to go for a quick knockout, trying to knock out Tyson Fury? Is it going to be effective because we all saw what happened in the first fight? 
Deontay Wilder went for multiple knockout shots. But what did happen on fight night between the uh, for, in the first fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? Well, yes, Tyson Fury did get knocked down by all of those deadly shots by Deontay Wilder. But he got back up like a zombie coming back to life. So is the same thing going to happen in this rematch fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? Well, uh, I don't want to keep you guys in, a sus in suspense, but I guess that's what I have to do right now because, yes, the rematch is coming up and the only way that we can find out what's going to happen is obviously for us to wait and watch the fight for ourselves. And I know that's kind of sound corny, but it is what <laughs> it is what it is. And I personally cannot wait until this fight does happen. Uh, there's rumors going around about the fight happening sometime in September or October, if I'm not mistaken. But if, if it does happen that early, then it will be the best thing in the world because the, the closer it is to us right now, the better. And I'm sure that not just me, but other combat sports fans around the world cannot wait to watch this rematch between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. All right, so that's what happened over this past weekend. But now let's talk about what we have coming up for this upcoming weekend. Okay, so we I think we do have a UFC fight card happening this upcoming weekend on Saturday, but I'm not going to get into it because I really want to talk about this other fight card that's happening, not in MMA, but in bare knuckle boxing. Okay, so... I, we we rarely talk about bare knuckle boxing because when bare knuckle bare knuckle boxing uh, championship fights happen, they usually happen around the same time that there's a really big UFC fight card happening or a really big Bellator card happening or what have you. So we don't really get to talk about bare knuckle boxing that much. Although when it was first getting started and when it was first legalized in the U.S., we did talk about it. It was many many episodes ago. But here we are. I really want to talk about this upcoming uh, bare knuckle boxing fight because it is between two um, two interesting guys, I should say. So it is the main event is between the former boxing champion, who I'm I'm sure you guys are familiar with, Pauli Malinaji. Okay, he's going to be fighting off against Artem Lobov, who used to fight in the UFC and is a former MMA fighter. Now, you guys, if you if you if you're not familiar with either one of these guys, you're like, okay, yeah, what the heck? Like, sure, they'll they're just gonna fight bare knuckle, and yeah, who cares, right? But this is really interesting because of the fact that there's so much drama behind this fight, and who doesn't love drama? Come on, man, especially in combat sports, and when when drama leads to trash talk, it just makes things so much more interesting. Although, yeah, man, like it kind of takes away from that sportsmanship aspect of it. But listen, it's bare knuckle boxing. It's purely for entertainment. So why not? Yeah. So I'm just going to give you a bit back, a bit of background about this um, bout between Pauli Malinaji and Artem Lobov. So if you are a MMA fan, you probably are familiar with Artem Lobov. Uh, mostly, unfortunately, from internet memes and social media memes, because Artem Lobov, he is on Conor McGregor's MMA team, and he's actually Conor McGregor's um, sparring partner whenever Conor McGregor has an MMA fight. 
And um, Artem Lobov, he himself has fought in the UFC before, but unfortunately hasn't been super successful in the UFC. But he, um, <laughs> outside the octagon, he has caused a lot of drama. And especially, he, he has played a major role in the beef between Conor McGregor's team and Khabib Nurmagomedov's team. So, yeah, that's, that's the person that Artem Lobov is. And on the other hand, um, this, again, this kind of relates back to Conor McGregor again. Because Pauli Malignaggi, yes, he, he is a former boxer. But right now, he's trying to fight Artem Lobov, especially because of the uh, past beef that uh, Pauli Malignaggi has had with Conor McGregor. Because if you guys remember about two years ago when Conor McGregor was about to fight Floyd Money Mayweather, Conor McGregor called over so many uh, boxers that were at the same, you know, um, weight weight range as Floyd Money Mayweather's. And Pauli Malignaggi was one of those guys. So Pauli Malignaggi was actually a sparring partner of Conor McGregor's at the time that he was preparing for that Mayweather fight. But what made it so much more dramatic was that Pauli Malignaggi, when he was fi- he was sparring with Conor McGregor, rumors and videos actually came out saying that Pauli Malignaggi was knocked out cold multiple times in his sparring sessions with Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor was bragging about those um, occasions that he knocked out Pauli Malignaggi, and Pauli Malignaggi got really, really mad about those allegations, saying that those never really happened, and Conor McGregor is making all this stuff up and he actually invited conor mcgregor to a either i'm I'm not sure some sort of a fight it was either an mma fight or a boxing fight so there's uh, the the beef history between these two guys is a very long one and right now we have artem lobov who's essentially conor mcgregor's um uh, like protege sort of it's a bad word to use right now because he's not really his protege but okay Conor McGregor's friend, let's just put it that way. We have Conor McGregor's buddy fighting off against Pauli Malignaggi, who is Conor, McGreg- Conor McGregor's um, uh, enemy, sort of. <laughs> yeah, there's so much drama, man. I'm actually really excited right now. So these two guys are supposed to be fighting each other in a bare-knuckle boxing fight. And it's going to be really interesting. And we've seen Artem Lobov fight fight in bare knuckle boxing previously, but we ha- this is the first time that Pauli Malignaggi is going to be fighting in a bare knuckle boxing fight. So things are going to be really interesting and very very entertaining as well. I know a lot of people argue that bare knuckle boxing is really not good for the athletes because first of all, yeah, your knuckles are going to be destroyed by the end of the fight, and also not only that, but the impact that. Um, when you throw a shot and you, you're not wearing any protective gear and the, the power that you deliver is just so raw by that bare knuckle punches that you throw, some people argue that it's, it, it gives people the most brain damage, in, in other words, right? So, yes, it's not the safest combat sport out there right now. But it is very, very entertaining, and especially, like I said, because of the fact that there's so much beef history between Artem Lobov, Conor McGregor, and Pauli Malignaggi, this fight is going to be one great one to watch, okay? I really look forward to watching this fight on Saturday night, and I would recommend that you, <laughs> that you guys also catch up with it if you have time. And yeah, man, that is all I want to cover today on the show. 
I believe there's some other UFC fight cards happening in the in the upcoming weeks. So yes, that that's what we're we uh, what we will be covering in the upcoming episodes for upcoming weeks. And with that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jana right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.